The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University podcast, episode 238. 238. Alan, how are you doing this evening? Good. Uh, surprisingly, no traffic today. <laughs> is that crazy? What's going on today? I, I was looking. I'm like, is it a holiday? <laughs> yeah, we were I'm both not tripping sure. out about that. <laughs> it is crazy because you know sometimes you come up north, I come down south. And yeah. So yeah, it's it, what, it what happened to all crazy. the cars? I don't know because normally it is just a ridiculous thing here in Southern California. Sure. So, yeah, for a um, couple hours usually. It's the one reason why. We, well, we tell people not to come here. You know? <laughs> right. It's, exactly. It's, there's not many reasons to argue between, you know, the unicorns and the rainbows sure. and all the other stuff that there's not a really other yeah. reasons. But the traffic of San Diego. Yeah. So not as bad. I was up in L.A. Oh, that's uh, this past week. Way worse. It was ridiculous. It's, that's yeah. one of the reasons why I moved down here and feel better about moving down here is because of the traffic. It took us three hours to get J- up. Ugh. On a Saturday afternoon. Ugh, yeah. That's terrible. Anyways, uh, on a lighter note, <laughs> um, tonight's episode is about discipline. Okay. <laughs> Does ah. that make sense? It's a lighter note, it's, but yeah. it's really not. It's heavier. Uh, types of discipline. How to really manage your kid's behavior and the different types of discipline options that that parents have. You know, So which ones work, which ones don't. Um, I, you know, Ultimately, as a parent, you get to decide what works for you. I'll just, I'm going to tell you which ones don't though. <laughs> for you? No, for everybody. Oh, okay. no, I'm just going to preach. And, <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to, th- here's the thing. People, people do what they want to do. Right. You know, forget about science and experts. Right. And, you know, years and years of seeing how people are brought up in certain ways and how that affects them as people. Yeah. Forget about that stuff. It's just do what you want to do. <laughs> you know? Um, no, I'm going to give you my opinion based on my own experience with my own two children. Um, and Alan, I'm sure you have an opinion or you will. I have an um, opinion about everything. I know you do. That's why I love <laughs> having uh, you be the co-host. Um, here's the thing. For this episode, though, keep in mind we're using the term discipline as it relates to modifying and teaching the behavior we want to see from our kids. Right. So that like there's different definitions of of uh discipline but and then the other thing too is as you're listening because of some of the things we're going to talk about think about how this would impact you the person listening as a child if somebody was using this on you you have to take yourself out of the mindset of the adult mm-hmm. and think of yourself as the child you know would it change your behavior would you learn a lesson it's really hard to put yourself in the brain and the mind of, you know, a young child. But what we talk about all the time on this podcast is empathy. Mm-hmm. And you want to see things from their perspective. I, I know it's going to be hard, but if you can try to be empathetic towards your child and think about what it would be like in these situations to be them right. as, as we go through this. So we want to know what type of child discipline is really going to impact them in a positive way and teach them, you know, teach them the ways of the world and, and frankly, modify their behavior. So let's take a look at some of them. We're going to kind of go over them one by one okay, and get, you know, get some uh, opinions on this. So the first one, physical punishment. 
So let me just, I want to get that one out of the way sort of quickly. Um, There is never a reason to hit a child. Mm. So spanking, smacking, any physical touch for punishment. You know, this was more popular in the olden days. Yeah. But yet still there are people, believe it or not, that still do it. (laughs) Sure. Um, And here's the thing is I I know because I've gotten comments and and already I, I did a video about this. Hey, Jason, I got spanked as a kid and it worked on me. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> and people can argue on all that, all that you want. I mean, you, in general, you know, you get upset at your parents for hitting you and then you figure out how not to get caught the next time. So your butt wouldn't be hurting. Right. Um, you know, so you're saying you didn't learn the consequences of the behavior except through oh i'm i don't, i'm gonna get i shouldn't hit. do yeah like I, I i make sure i don't get caught right and yeah. my dad is a jerk for hitting me sure not wow let me analyze what i just did right you know yeah i think that's the focal point there is that it's not so much that um you'll you'll try it better next time maybe you will refrain from it because you just don't like getting beat but you don't understand the reason why you're refraining from it well physical punishment has been proven by experts and studies and such over and over again to not only be ineffective in changing behavior, but it ultimately harming children physically. Yeah. Well, physically and and emotionally emotionally, and everything. I mean, the idea that you fear your parent is not a good thing. Yeah. It's interesting. You say that because I do know, like I know people who have gone through that and they always talk about the amount of whoopings they get. So they must have gotten several, and they did say they didn't modify the behavior that caused it in the first place. And I, I see that. Like, I, well, but there are other people. I mean, they've got. I've gotten feedback where they said, "Oh, my, you know, my dad hit me once on the belt, and I never did it again." Right. Okay. okay well, that may have worked. Yeah. But it's not. It's not conducive to changing behavior in general, and there's a physical. Or a mental scar as a result of that. Right. You yeah. know, and 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 yes, okay, you can point to the one or two, three people who it worked for, but I'm going to guess that there was other aspects of their parents' parenting mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah. You know, they were loving parents, right. they were supportive. There's other aspects of it that that come into play versus the, that hitting. Right. That just, well, I never wanted to get, you know, well, no, you just never got caught again and such. I, I just, there's too much data to support that it doesn't work. Right. You know, um, in all, there's certainly outliers, you know, but I I just think in general. And so it, it's just something that I, I will, you know, I've never will hit my child. There's no reason to hit my child. Um, you know, there's sometimes where you feel like that's a good solution, Mm -hmm. but it's not (laughs) right. You know, because you can get so angry, it's never a good solution. Right. Um, and also people feel like it's a good solution because they don't have any alternative. They don't know what else to do. Yeah. That's just an easy one is to overpower somebody who is Smaller. less powerful. Than yeah. You. Right. That is kind of a, that's a great point. I mean, I it's the same thing with relationships. I mean, you know, a person who is abusive, that's, that, that's their way of gaining control. Right. You know, is yep. being dominant in that sense. It's yeah. Just, it, yeah. It's just not, it, it can be effective in the short term. It's just not a long-term solution. Right. Right. Um, another type of discipline Taking away privileges. So this one covers a pretty wide, you know, spectrum, but it's basically grounding, taking away their phone, 
taking away electronics. Uh, you know, parents seem to f- parents really feel or seem to think that taking away privileges really works. I, I don't know if it's because it feels like we're making an impact. <laughs> like there's some sort of feeling that comes with that. Yeah. But really the impact that you're making is that the child again is focusing on what you did to them mm-hmm. and what you took away rather than thinking about what they have done wrong and learning from it. Right. And we say it cause we say, sure, you know, you better think about what you did, you know, and I'm going to take this until you can think about the fact that you need to be responsible. Man, they're not, they're not <laughs> thinking about it. Right. They're just pissed off now that you took their phone or their electronic. Right. The behavior is not going to be modified. Right. Oh, why? Oh, because you've taken it six times. Just like you said, the, the whooping. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. It didn't seem to work. Right. And again, because it keeps happening. Right. So the child who, so is thinking this? like my, again, my dad is a jerk. He took my phone away. Yeah. Or the child's figuring out how not to get caught again and how to be a better liar. Right. You know, how can I avoid this? And we start this type of thing very young when we just say, go to your room. Mm-hmm. That in itself, that's a taking away of freedom. Sure. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the privilege is, or the privilege that you're taking away is the freedom. So it's right. a, hey, you know, go to your room. And yeah. so I think sometimes it just feels good to say it. You know? Sure, yeah. We have nothing else to say. Like, so, get out of my face. Which, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you just you don't know how to handle the situation. Yeah. And so you just say, get out of here until I can figure it out. Right. So, you know, and and that can work as a as a sort of calming mechanism. But um, yes, <laughs> get away from me right. before something bad happens. Right. <laughs> but the loss of privileges, taking away stuff typically is not a good way to teach or modify behavior in the long term. Um, I, I totally welcome people's feedback mm. and comments. You know, um, yeah. if uh, you know, you can send us an email uh, podcast at daduniversity.com If you've got some feedback about this. So here's the thing. I'd love to hear how taking away your child's phone got them to improve their grades. <laughs> right. Or that, you know, keeping your child from playing his games made him nicer to his sister. Right. Let me know. I'd love to hear it. Right, I'm right. not going to get any, any emails because <laughs> it doesn't work. Right. Um, the next one, ah, the good old time out. Mm. This one is a good one. Yeah. Time out is still thought of as an effective type of discipline, especially for young children. And this is where basically the child sits alone in a specific spot and is supposed to think about what they did. Um, here's the truth. Timeouts can be an effective way to teach a child to calm down. So, mm-hmm. you know, your child's like going crazy. Hey, time out for a second. Let's yeah. calm down. But it really is not a way to help them learn new behavior. Mm-hmm. And especially the fact that you're using it with a two year old, right? You know, it's just not going to work. Yeah. So if you are using the timeout method, let I'm going to suggest we change it up and we say, you know, hey, let's take a break and calm down. Mm-hmm. Much better use of the situation versus timeout. Whatever. It's like teach the idea of calming down, stepping aside, move yourself away from the situation and calm down. And so that can be helpful because then once they have been calm you can then talk about the behavior and what changed and how, but the timeout right. itself doesn't change the behavior. Right. The child's not going, Oh, I'm now in the corner because I was doing this and I shouldn't do that. Right. It's like, how long until I have to can come out? 
Yeah. Why is my jerk dad putting me in the corner? Right. You know, it's really not that effective. Right, right. Is everyone with me so far? I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. No, I know. But just the uh, all these things that we do just don't work. <laughs> um, well, they don't work like you think they do. Correct. I think people think they work because it modified a behavior at that time. Right. But it's not really teaching anything. Right. Yeah. We're coaches. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Right. Another one, rewards. So here's what happens with rewards. Oh, and I can tell you this is so beautiful. My uh, my daughter came to me the other day and she's like, oh my gosh, my friend gets rewarded all the time for doing this, this, and, you know, whatever. She's like, that is such a bad way of teaching them. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, wow. Like, because I, I don't know that I... Um, I don't remember like kind of saying that, but I yeah. guess she does know. Cause I think they've tried to get rewarded for something. I'm like, well, no, that doesn't teach you. you know? <laughs> so I've just denied it. Um, and so it was kind of interesting that, you know, that my daughter recognized that. Yeah. I was kind of like, wow, nice. You yeah. know, like, good job. Yeah. Um, but reward. So this will set you up for a little bit of difficulty. Um, if you are providing rewards, rewards to your child, then they're really only going to do the behavior when they're rewarded. Mm-hmm. You know, Pavlov's dogs or the dog, when you give them a treat, you know, they're only going to sit and put their hand up when you give them a treat. Right. Unless you teach them how to do it without the treat. Right. So you're stuck always needing to reward them. And it just in order for them to make some kind of change or do something. And so I think it creates an environment where motivation is external, mm-hmm. you know, and they're always thinking sort of what's in it for me. Right. What can I get out of this? And so as they get older, and if you continue that reward behavior, um, it's just not something that we want to enforce. Like we want them to think about things and it come from within. Yeah. You know, that's what we want. So I think eventually it just leads to entitlement. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's not the, the thing that we want to be teaching our children. All right. Next consequences. So if you are going to use consequences, so I'm not saying that you can't, they need to be either natural or logical. And I'll explain what those are. So a natural consequence happens because of the actions of the child. And there's no intervention by the adult or, you know, the person. So let me, I'll give you an example. Like a child, you know, you're, you're like, you know, hey, put on your jacket. You know, we're going outside or we're going. And the child refuses to wear the jacket. Mm -hmm. And so as you say, well, fine, you're going to be cold. And so as a result, they don't wear their jacket and they get cold. That is a natural consequence. So they learn pretty quickly that they should have listened to you. You suggested to wear a jacket. They didn't wear the jacket and they were cold. Right. Natural consequence. You know, Um, I mean, natural consequence could even be the the fact that like something happens at school where they're not doing their homework or they whatever happens at school then happens. Right. You know, if they get in trouble at school, they get in trouble. That's a natural con. Well, mm-hmm. you know, fairly natural consequence. You're not interve- You're not intervening and punishing them as well. Yeah, you're sort of letting it happen. Right. And whatever happens, happens. And that's okay. I mean, to natural consequences could be good as long. as I it's do that good. a lot with people. Right. In general, I'm like, right. you should probably do that. And they're like, no, I'm good. I'm like, right. Okay. Okay. Yep. Right. Well, I tried. Yep. Yep. Then about, you know, an hour later, 
Oh, you're right. I probably should have done that. Well, right. I'm just saying. Right. The site went down. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. exactly. The site went down. Yeah. You're cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. You just lost a client because I told you you should have done this. Yeah. Uh, so the other is logical consequences. And these happen as well because of the actions of the child. But the, the parent actually imposes consequences that relate to what happened. So an example of this might be like, if you want to play with another toy, you need to pick up the other toy you were just playing with. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a logical consequence. Like you're not going to be able to play with the next toy until you put the other toy away. Right. So, you know, if you get bad grades, I'm taking your phone away. That's not a logical consequence. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get bad grades, you're going to be studying more. Right. That could be more logical. Mm -hmm. And so the logical consequences need to be related, respectful, reasonable, and revealed in advance. Mm -hmm. That's usually the thing that parents forget. Mm -hmm. You can't punish the child if you've never told them what's going to happen beforehand. Right, right. You know? That's one of the problems, especially as kids are really young. And like, let's say child breaks something and you've never had a conversation about breaking stuff and you're going to get in trouble if you break this. And this is what happened. Like, how is that fair? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how is that fair and logical that the child, even if it was an accident, the child doesn't even know that there's a consequence for doing that. Right. Yeah. It's just after the fact, you're like, oh, you broke that. Get up to your room. You're grounded for a week. Yeah, it's like, like, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. I didn't yeah. know that that was a problem. Yeah. What's yeah. amazing is like how we talked about grounding and I did an episode out of a video. A lot of people who are commenting on that video on YouTube are kids. Ah. So the kids are saying, I can't believe like my parents ground me. I, you know, and they're watching this video, oh, which says funny. like grounding doesn't work. See? Yeah, like so, well, show it show to your parents. That you shouldn't ground. This guy over in San Diego is saying <laughs> yeah. that uh, it, I shouldn't be grounding. <laughs> I shouldn't get grounded. So logical and natural consequences are okay. You know, mm-hmm. as long that's I said, and also like the logical are respectful. You know, they're not ridiculous. Um, they have to be reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's respectful towards the child right. and related. Right. And said in advance. The. Um, the natural and logical consequences are part of this larger discipline um, called positive discipline. And positive discipline was made popular by Dr. Jane Nelson. Uh, she's actually out of here in San Diego, mm. um, but she's national and international. And um, she's just awesome. So she used the foundation that she built this on this positive discipline was actually created by these two other guys mm. and these two other I'm giving a history lesson here. Um, Alfred Adler and Rudolf Dreikers. And so these guys taught, you know, especially Dreikers taught that being kind and firm was important with children. So the kindness showed respect for the child mm-hmm. And the firmness shows respect for ourselves in the situation. And mm. so this overarching thing, a parents often have difficulty with positive discipline because they think that it's like, it's too soft. Like it's too mm. permissive. Oh, you get them, you let them get away with it and stuff. But I would say in general, for me, this is, it's worked tremendously. I, mm. I feel like it has. This mm. is, this is the type of discipline that I've tried to use with my children. It's about talking about things. It's about teaching them and coaching them along. And, um, and, and, 
you know, there's certainly critics of it. Well, they did it again. Well, if, you know, they haven't learned and it's like, yeah, well, no matter how you do it, that's why you spank them six times is because they don't learn the first time. Right, right. Um, but, you know, in general, it isn't permissive. That's not really what it's about. It's it's a discipline. It doesn't require yelling. And there really isn't much punishment, mm-hmm. if any. You know, the logical and natural consequences can happen. Um, but so much of the stuff on the dad university and the stuff we talk about here in the podcast and the videos is, is positive discipline style. You know, it's, it is that background of Drikers and, and, and Adler. And part of that was, was the parenting classes that I went through were based on that as well. A lot of the teachings were based on that. So, um, so it is something that I, you know, I really believe in And, and it's about mutual respect, communication, teaching children how to think. And solve problems on their own. It's just, it's, it's really about, you know, cooperation, love, and them developing strength. So for me, it's very, very positive. Hence mm. the name. Right. Positive. Positive. Yeah. Um, you know, and here's something I want people to keep in mind. And, and we did mention this before, I believe that it said that it takes children sometimes 40 to 200 times before they retain something and remember it. Mm-hmm. You got that 40 to 200 it's big, times it's a big wide gap from the pot, the, the lowest. And the- oh, well see, and I'm thinking it's a thousand. I, that's why <laughs> yeah. I once said, I wanted to write that book called a thousand times <laughs> and it's a parenting book. It's basically, you know, you have to keep telling them a thousand times before they actually get it. Right. You know, I mean, we're still doing nighttime stuff that I'm like, okay, I got to think of a different way. Cause this isn't working. <laughs> it's like, okay, they haven't brushed their teeth yet. They're not looking at the clock. They're not, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter. I've been doing it for six years. Right. You know, sometimes it doesn't, doesn't go as well. Right. You know? <laughs> um, and I got to stop. I even tried stopping and not saying anything and just watching <laughs> and observing. It's like, you know, you try all these different techniques. And so if anyone has any hints, or tips or tricks. Let me know. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to be providing. Um, you just have to be you know, patient. And that's something that is probably the most important thing in parenting. It's yeah. other than empathy. Right. It's patience. Right. And, um, you know, their brains are still developing and, and we just have to be aware of that. And, you know, they are greatly affected by how we handle these situations and they're watching us and listening and modeling our behavior. And, you know, there's all these different kinds of discipline, no question, but you know, it's what's our ultimate goal for the child. And, you know, we want them to be respectful, you know, have values and, you know, coaching them along and supporting them. It's like, we don't want to do everything for them. So for me, I, I think that positive discipline and the way to do that is, is the way to go. Um, so that's how I think. What about you, Alan? Yeah, I think, um, you know, because I grew up with certain types of discipline. And I think that the more I see that happening, that when they see uh, more examples of positive discipline, mm-hmm. it seems to be the better way of going about it. Because you grow up not resenting. Mm-hmm. And um, and you, it's calmer. Yeah, you just, <laughs> yeah, I think you end up being, and you also carry those type of resolutions to people that you're, you're when you grow up. You, you you carry that over. Right. Um, I think my grandma was a good example of someone who did positive discipline rather than negative. She didn't like to beat people or do all that stuff. She explained why that wasn't the thing to do. You right. know, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, think- I have found, too, that it, it, it has helped me tremendously. Yeah. So in other words, like, you know, early on, I was a yeller. I was getting more upset. I found mm-hmm. myself being more emotional towards my children of yeah. like, you know, just the idea of like taking it personally, all that stuff. And when you start to get these tools 
about how to handle these situations and you do it over and over and over again. And then you see it working. Yeah. It's just amazing because then there is cooperation. There is respect. And, and, and I, and I, you know, I feel really good about it because I have had my child, my children say things to me positively like the feedback has been positive it's like hey i really appreciate like that you didn't yell at us like right. you know and and then and, and having that sort of respect for each other mm-hmm. that it just i think that's going to go a long way as far as being close and having a good bond yeah and, and them learning how to then in a you know pass that on themselves of like right. how do they solve problems while talking it out and they're learning a bunch of that stuff in school now too which sure. is incredible yeah you know they're they're bringing these kinds of ideas now to the school and mm. so you know how to solve the problems and how to talk it out and express mm. how you're feeling like it's just great yeah. you know um that they're able to do that so yeah yeah so if anyone has any feedback or comments or praise or they want to send us money what do they do they should send it to me <laughs> and then i'll pass it on to you and okay. Also, they should email us at <laughs> uh, podcast at daduniversity.com. This uh, email would be love to hear some feedback related to any episode. Um, and also go to our social media handles. Daduniv is usually the handle, but uh, Dad University on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of us there. Um, and YouTube channel. Please go there and look at some of those great videos that Jason's putting out um, on a weekly basis. There's, uh, there's plenty of videos. He and, works hard for his money. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me sing that song. Yeah. And then um, and, uh, if you do nothing else please subscribe to us on the podcatcher of choice we're on pretty much all of them and so if you're listening to us now go to there hit subscribe leave five star reviews thumbs up um, and some comments as it really helps perpetuate our show well alan as always thank you thank you and we will see you next time see you next time